All right, let's do this. It is Friday, September 4th, 2020, episode 424. Wow. I can't believe it. I cannot, I still can't believe I've been podcasting this long and you're along this journey with me. 66 degrees currently in the beautiful city of Oswego, New York. Feels like 66. Highs are going to be about 71 degrees Fahrenheit. Winds are out of the west, northwest, 12 miles per hour. Glad you joined me. We have a good show. Stick around when we come back. We'll dive into our quote. We'll head on over to the fact site today, like we normally do, the History Channel's website. Just learn. Have a good time. Talk. That kind of stuff. So grab your beverage of choice. Hang on tight to the grips of the treadmill, whatever it is you might be doing while you're listening to the show. And uh, enjoy. Don't forget the lines are always open. Love to hear from you. Love to hear from you. It's awesome to have you be a part of this show easy to contact me i'll tell you i'll do that later on in the show all right my friends let's do this stick around we'll be right back all right thanks for tuning back in here's our quote to start off our Friday. Learn to trust the journey even when you do not understand it. Lolly Daskal. Boy, we're all on quite a journey, aren't we? And sometimes it's not easy to understand and we as humans want to understand everything. I think that's just kind of uh, a normal thing. Lolly Daskal. What a name, Lolly. I've never heard that name. Who's Lolly Daskal? Let me look up Google Lolly Dasko real quick. Lolly Dasko is a founder of Lead From Within, a global leadership executive coaching and consulting firm based in New York City. She's a motivational speaker. Quite the name, Lolly Dasko. Interesting. All right, so what are we going to do today before we head on over to all our normal things that we normally do? I wanted to fill you in. If you follow the show, if you're one of the people that tune in regular, I appreciate that. If it's your first time tuning in, hello, how are you? I'm glad you're here. <laughs> uh, I've had the, I got my new mattress and it took forever to get it. And then if you heard my, if you heard my last show in um, August, I was, I said I got it, but I was like, uh, well, it has, it had a divot in it near the head of it. It's uneven. The cooling foam, I'm doing air quotes, you can't see, is not so cooling. Um, It's hanging over the edges. So we decided to have it warrantied to see if we can, you know. And not to mention, they sent us the wrong base for our mattress. So we're getting the new base today. And it took forever for the mattress to come in as it is. And the girl I was dealing with ended up getting fired because of shadiness. She was a pacifier is what her, what the manager told me or told my wife is he was, she was a pacifier. She 
just lied to me, you know, and it stinks that people do that during business and because we we're an easy sale. We were just kind of, we knew what we wanted. We did our shopping online and knew the mattress we wanted and it just, um, unfortunately, wasn't manufactured the greatest. So we had my mattress woes are getting solved though because the new base comes today and the new base the head is adjustable it goes up and down and the one we have right now they're independent but our mattress is not split and we couldn't sync them up and that that's what brought us the whole going to the mattress store anyways is looking for this cable that they supposedly were supposed to leave that they didn't leave leading to the manager going what base do you have? And my wife telling him, and he's like, no. The one you're supposed to have, the remote, is wireless. So this will be nice. It'll be a wireless Bluetooth remote so we don't have all the cables. Not that I can foresee us putting the head of the mattress up that much and down. We don't have a TV in our bedroom or anything, but I can see it if maybe being sick and you want to just kind of raise your head if you're going to be in bed for a little while. And, uh, okay, so what else are we going to talk about today? I wanted to, ooh, I know what I'm going to talk about. Stick around, I'll tell you when we come back. I'm excited about this. We'll be right back. Welcome back, my friends, and welcome. Maybe, maybe it's your first time tuning in because I am excited to, what I wanted to mention was, we live on a planet podcast podcast the one you're listening to right now got a shout out in the podcast magazine beyond the microphone is the name of it in the september issue by pedro pena thank you pedro from my stuttering life and i am so appreciative he was featured in this month's episode or issue i keep wanting to call it an episode it's an issue excuse me a hard copy magazine issue volume one number eight podcast beyond the microphone there we go pedro pena my stuttering life if i take my time i can do it again gave me the shout out i was i said it so quickly because i was so excited and it was like what podcast is he listening to and he said he listens to we live on a planet and that magazine is seen by i don't know how many people but Hopefully, maybe you're one of the ones that got that issue and you decided to tune in to We Live on a Planet and see what We Live on a Planet's all about. Here it is. Just a guy trying to share my life experience. I am five years sober from alcohol. Yahoo! Celebrated that just recently. Just this past August. August 20th was... uh, August 20th, five years, saved a lot of money, saved like 50 grand plus from not drinking. And uh, I also talk about mental health struggles. We're going on over 30 years of dealing with bipolar. I said, who's we? I don't know why I'm saying. Me, I am. So yeah, and then I just kind of talk about my life, life experience and then we learn and we learn all kinds of stuff and things and we learn 
Uh, I don't know. Um... Whoa. Sounds like we're going to learn about maybe Tyrannosaurus Rexes today. And we'll learn a little bit of this day of history. All that when we come back. So stick around. We'll be right back. All right, thefactsite.com. Let's do thefactsite.com first. And uh, we're going to learn a little bit about the Tyrannosaurus Rex today. If you were to go around and survey people on the most famous dinosaur that ever lived, they'd probably say Tyrannosaurus Rex. Or if you were to even ask, ask them the scariest dinosaur, they'd probably answer with the same, the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Well, we'll learn just a little bit about it. Firstly, they were terrifyingly large, measuring up to 40 feet long and 12 feet when measured up to the top of their hips. They were the largest of all known predators to ever roam the earth, weighing around 9.3 tons to 15.4 tons. That's so big. <laughs> That's so big. They have their, their very legal, regal name, a very regal. The name, the man responsible for naming the Tyrannosaurus Rex was Henry Fairfield Osborne, the president of the American Museum of Natural History at the time of the dinosaur's discovery and identification in 1905. Osborne and his associates initially recognized this new dinosaur was at the top of its class and as such needed a fitting name. Osborne eventually chose the name Tyrannosaurus Rex, bringing the Greek word tranos, meaning tyrant, saurus, meaning lizard, and the Latin word rex, which translate to king. Though its name, the Tyrannosaurus, was crowned king, or more specifically, tyrant, lizard, king. They had tinos, the T-Rex had arms that were so small it would make you laugh. Well, we've seen it before, and they've made jokes about it in cartoons, and it just does kind of look, in case you missed it, those fearsome prehistoric beasts, you know, those little tiny arms. They Well, they would, on average, T-Rex would have loomed multiple times higher than your average human. Their arms were only about a bit longer than arm, ours were, though which is crazy. They don't really know what their arms were for still. They're not sure. Some claim that they were vestual, meaning that there was something left over from a previous evolution, like our tailbones. But it says it's most unlikely true as the bones in their arms have clear signs that despite their size, their arms were incredibly, incredibly muscular. So what were they for? We may never know for sure. That's, you know, some theorize maybe they used it to, to hang on to their prey while attacking them or to help themselves get off the ground. Who knows? They had one of the most powerful bites of all known dinosaurs. Well, that's not surprising. Uh, they may have had a few feathers. A few feathers, too. We know that if you've learned about dinosaurs, they're saying that dinosaurs had feathers, some dinosaurs, and I've never known that the Tyrannosaurus rex. Studies on close relatives of the T-Rex have found insulating feathers of, over much of their bodies. 
2017 study that reviewed all evidence to date of skin samples concluded that if the Tyrannosaurus rex had ever had any feathers, they would have been found on the upper part of the body, possibly running along its back and neck. The Tyrannosaurus rex only lived in North America. They were both hunters and scavengers. That's not surprising. All I think of them is like a giant um, kimono dragon that could stand upright. You know, just something just vicious and terrible. <laughs> those, the bite of one of those kimono dragons just kills you days later. All right, where are we? Pay attention. Uh, the Tyrannosaurus Rex said, and I'm not telling, I'm telling myself pay attention. <laughs> My producer just kind of gave me a look like, what do you say? The Tyrannosaurus Rex had a pretty short lifespan. The T-Rexes were the aperture predator of their time, and no other dinosaurs hunting them for food. As such, they really only died from diseases, accidents, starvation, or old age. From the data has been collected from the T-Rex fossils thus far have been a fairly accurate guess of their lifespan. Well, some of the ancestors and other four-legged dinosaurs could live as long as 100 years. Wow. The T-Rex lived for just 30 years. Wow. Dinosaurs lived for like 100 years old? All right, there's more. There's all kinds of facts about the Tyrannosaurus Rex. And I encourage you, if, I've, if I'm getting your juices flowing on facts about Tyrannosaurus Rex, head on over to the factsite.com, and you're going to learn a lot more about uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex and anything else that you want to learn about. Stick around. When we come back, we'll head on over to the History Channel's website and find out what happened on this day of history all right welcome back we are at the history channel's website i encourage you to head on over to the history channel's website and learn something it's just it's fun to learn it really is and uh i'm just gonna skim the we'll skim the fat of this day of history and here's a sad one i think it's sad on this day september 4th 1886 Apache leader Geronimo surrenders to U.S. government troops. For 30 years, the Native American warrior had battled to protect his tribe's homeland. However, by 1886, the Apaches were exhausted and hopelessly outnumbered. General Nelson Miles accepted Geronimo's surrender, making him the last Native American warrior to formally give in to the U.S. forces and signaling the end of the Indian Wars in the Southwest. That's kind of sad to me. I I miss history like that. I used to um, volunteer at Fort Ontario for for years and do all the guided tours and bring people around the fort that was built in, uh, by the British in 1755 and was active all the way till 1946. And I used to be able to talk that fort back and forth and up and down and know all the history and 
if you don't use it, you lose it type feeling because I don't remember. I, if I were to try to give somebody a tour of that fort right now, I think I would struggle. And at one time, I knew it like the back of my hand. And I, I miss doing that, going out and interacting with people and uh, bringing them around and showing them the nifty things about the fort and what it has to offer. The history of it is so rich, so important, and uh, it's a beautiful stone fortress, the fort. If I've, I've encouraged people before to Google Fort Ontario and to look at it from the top image because it's a star shape, Vauban design. Pretty neat. All right, here we go. Let's, I, I digress. I'm getting off tangent which happens here we live on a planet 2014 comedian legend joan rivers dies oh she was one of the funniest she died at 81 81 so she lived quite a long quite a long life cardiac arrest while undergoing a medical procedure on her vocal cords at a manhattan clinic i didn't realize that's how she died mm-hmm here we go. 1957 Civil Rights Movement. Arkansas troops blocked Little Rock Nine from entering segregated high school. Alaskan Governor Orville Fabus enlists the National Guard to prevent nine African American students from entering Central High School in Little Rock. The Arm Alaska, Arkansas, not Alaska, excuse me. Militia troops surrounded the school while an angry crowd of some 400 whites jeered and booed and threatened these uh, students. Terrible. You know, you think that's 1957. And I, I've only heard and learned about the civil rights movement by history, by growing up and what I was taught. And you hear these things and you're like, Man, that's, you know, that's so terrible. We were like that. And and now, the way we are right now, though, today, you're like, man, is it 1957? Because <laughs> it feels, it's really tumultuous times, isn't it? It's like rocky. Everything is just so, uh, so, hmm. All right, here we go. Vietnam, 1969. Radio Hanoi announces the death of Ho Chi Minh. Radio Hanoi announces the death of Ho Chi Minh, who died two days earlier, proclaiming that the National Liberation Front will halt the military operation in the South for three days in the morning of Ho. All right. 1972, U.S. swimmer Mark Spitz wins his seventh gold medal. That's amazing. That's amazing to win one gold medal, but to win seven, and especially back in those days. Um, 1951 in U.S. Presidents, President Truman makes his first transcontinental television broadcast. All right. 2002, Kelly Clarkson wins her first wins the first American Idol. She was a 20-year-old cocktail waitress from Texas. Look at her now. 
how famous. Mm -hmm. And I think that does it for this day of history. That's good. We got a little wrinkle on our brain. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> okay. Stick around. We'll be right back. I hope you come back too after that corniness. Kind of did go by quick today's episode. Sometimes they go by quicker than others. Some days I have more things to talk about. I had one of my, oh, I, I told you, I believe I told you at the beginning of the show the, how the lines are always open and there's a way to contact me. If you're using the anchor to listen to, to the podcast, it's easy. It's easy to call in through anchor. If you are listening through another podcast provider such as uh, Spotify, um, TuneIn Radio, you name it, we are out there on uh, 12 or 13 different platforms, iHeartRadio. You can be a part of the show, though, too, and leave me a message by going to my website, WLOAP.com. And from there, there's a little phone icon, and it will go right to my voice message. It will ring five times before it goes to the voice message. I can't change the algorithm there. I wished I could, but I cannot. And uh, there, from there, though, where you're there, you can check out the commercial I'm in that na uh, was aired nationally all over for Carpe, the underarm, underarm antiperspirant. Man, I'm struggling with my everything. <laughs> but yeah, Carpe, try Carpe today if you're struggling. I, they, I, I am in no way affiliated with them by them saying that. I don't get anything by saying that. It just that it works. That's how I was doing their, did their commercial and did their testimonial because I wouldn't say uh, say something about a product if it didn't work. But Carpe is one to check out if you have a lot of excess underarm sweat. They have other lines of products, though, too, if you check out mycarpe.com. You'll be able to find out more about them and what other products that they have besides underarm. So... I'm mentioning that because they reached out to me the other day, which is nifty. Here I was in a commercial for them in March, early March, right before the pandemic broke out. And um, they're still reach out to me to see how I'm doing, see if I need any product or anything like that, and just to check in, let you know what a good company they are too. So if you if you do suffer from all that underarm sweat like I, I used to um, before I found Carpe, Knowing that you're going to get a product that is from a company of uh, people that care, too, means a lot because your money's valuable. Everything's valuable nowadays, so. All right, and speaking of valuable, the, most thing, the, 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 the thing that's most valuable is the time you gave me today, so thank you for that. It's the most valuable gift you could give, and I can't thank you enough for doing that. Tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. And do your best today to stay curious and not judgmental the best you can. And I'll talk to you again real soon. Check out Podcast Magazine Beyond the Microphone this month's issue. Check out Pedro Pena, his um, his little uh, blog about his podcast, My Stuttering Life. All right, my friends, and I'll talk to you again real soon.
Oh, I almost forgot. I did it. I did it last time. My friend on Nova Scotia Radio Mylar is the one who reminded me that he likes the the game over. So let's do it. There we go. Game over. Talk to you soon.